Welcome to Sid's Music Corner, uh, the first of season three. Hang in there with me, y'all. This is going to be hot. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. Filled with catastrophe. But she knows she can fly away. Skip. This girl is on fire. 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 This girl is on fire. She's walking on fire. Thank you. Now, I, I want to say something. I don't know if you're going to be cool or come out of a bag on me. But either way, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> You sound just like how she sounded in in that year where she performed that every damn where she went. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Thank what, you. What was the year? Like 2011. It was uh, whatever the year. It was it was an Olympic year. It's like 2012. Yeah, you put on a fucking regular season. Knicks versus fucking Bobcats game. Yep, and she she's is on fire. Down there <laughs> halftime yelling. <laughs> About somebody being on. Why are you here? <laughs> She's a, I will say this when the fir- when the song first released, because um, Alicia Keys and I and myself we have something in common. We're both very moody queens. I really felt what she meant <laughs> by "this girl is on fire" because I I was a girl on fire in 2012 as well. But then it just got overplayed. So I'm with you there. But when the song was first released, you couldn't tell me that I was that was like Black Girl Magic before that got stale. Was girl on fire? It was corny. for me. It was corny from the day it came out till today. <laughs> I used to love it. Well, luckily for us and the listener, it does relate. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so tell tell everybody what we watched this week, Sid. This week we tuned into Range Runners, released twenty nineteen, directed and co written by Philip S. Plowden, also co written by Devin Cowell. And starring Celeste M. Cooper, Sean Patrick Leonard, Leonard, Michael B. Woods, and Mariah Gordon. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And every week, we watch a black indie movie. Why? Because we love them. Mm. All right, y'all. Let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Y'all know what we about to do. The 60-second challenge. Challenge, 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 challenge. In honor of Black History Month, this week's 60-second challenge is sponsored by Carter G. Woodson, the founder of Black History Month. Stop. <laughs> Let me get it out. <laughs> In the challenge, Alexis has 60 seconds or less to explain the plot of the film we're reviewing. Now, Alexis, are you going to let down the ancestors this week? I hope not. Let's get this right. I, I hope not. I can do it in 60 <laughs> seconds. Don't, don't do me. I can do it. Okay. Come okay. On. Okay. Okay. This is for you, Harriet. Start the <laughs> clock now. Well, we have a, a girl named Mel who is a... 
distance runner. She honestly, she seemed like she do all the track stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she was trained very hardcore by what yeah. I assume is her daddy, who was an old military man who mm-hmm. told her, you know, you fight through, fight through, fight through, you know, be strong, uh, never give mm-hmm. up, stuff like that. Yep. But real intense. So she has yeah. said, made it her mission to just run, I guess, across the country or something. Uh, and she runs just day in, day out. You know, her sister will meet her every couple hundred miles. The problem mm-hmm. is she done went out there and, and run into some white folks out in the woods. And mm-hmm. day is nothing but trouble. They steal a bag and she goes on this whole journey to escape from them and get her stuff mm-hmm. back so she can get to safety. Uh, and she learns the true value of perseverance and the true evilness of random white men in the woods period five seconds left mm-hmm. yes yeah, sojourner will be proud yeah <sighs> just want to rattle off our black icon for the rest of the month <laughs> <laughs> i do i would february is dedicated to our black icons so i'm just gonna put them in there when i can it's- Every when time something right. happens, you're going to say random black icon is proud. Sojourner yeah. Truth is proud that I did the 60 second challenge right. I think so. I think she is clapping right now. I can feel her spirit. <laughs> anyway, now that we have venerated our ancestors and explained the plot of the movie, let's get mm-hmm. on into our general thoughts on range runners. Now, before we get into our review, we want to take a second to say thank you to all our loyal listeners and y'all new listeners out there for showing us much love at the end of season two and for patiently waiting on this new shit we got right here. We love when you guys leave your thoughts and comments about the movies to us on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, those five star reviews on Apple Podcasts is what we always looking for. Like commenter Boy Don last year who said, Sid and Lex are so funny and give really astute film reviews and gave us a five-star review. Always on point is what they say. We love that. So let's get into the review. So Sydney, what do you think of Range Runners? You know, uh, from first glance, I thought this movie um, was going to be one to keep me up at night. And it, it just might. It just might, but I did watch it during the day like I told you I would so that I wouldn't have nightmares. Because if it's one thing that scares me um, is the horror of racism. Okay. Mm. And that was that was clear in this in this film, obviously. So that that was enough to keep me up at night. Uh, but overall, you know, I thought it was an interesting premise. I do wish we got some reaction from our main character, Mel, here. I don't know. I just wanted something more like not like boom, boom explosion, but just, I don't know, something kind of just more like quirky, uh, like revenge yeah. plot film. Cause that's what she was going for. Once she got, got, I wanted to see some more revenge from her character, uh, which we didn't really get. Um, you know, I, I'm not mad at the film. It, I'm out. I, I think I'll be more clear with my like final consensus at the end of our review. But, yeah. uh, my, my only thing, only like kind of gripe was I just wanted more for Mel for Mel's character. Yeah. What did you yeah. think about Range Runners? You know, I do think I, I think I enjoyed the movie, is number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, mm-hmm. I think all the elements we needed was already there. Uh, mm-hmm. and I would love to talk about the scenes and talk and talk more about this character Mel. And I I do think that main character Mel is 
the best part about the movie and like the the most uh well developed part of the movie. Mm-hmm. She like the the more backstory we got from her, it all made sense. It clicked together. I I I liked seeing her. So yeah, yeah. That's probably my favorite part about the movie. I do agree a little bit, wishing that we had a little bit more revenge. Like I was hoping it would be kind of like um if you've ever seen the this should have been an indie, uh, but it, it was in the theaters. Uh, the Gabrielle Union movie where they got her kids up in that house yeah. and she running uh-huh. around outside of the house. That movie was good. Kinda, I thought it was good. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> the critics did not agree. I thought it was good. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> um, I wanted it to be a little bit more like that where it's like, oh, okay, I'm down bad right now and you got what I mm-hmm. want. Like, you got what belongs to me. In that movie, it's yeah. her kids. But in this movie, it's her supplies. Yeah. Um, but That movie was I called Breaking you. In. I, breaking In. That's what it is. I mm-hmm. want it to be like, you got it. You up right now, but I'm on your ass. I'm on you your know? ass. Like, literally. I wanted to see some, like, not like like kitty corny stuff, like Home Alone pranks, like get these yeah, boys no. caught up. But I wanted to see some traps. I wanted, yeah. you know, I wanted to to really get her just to get back at these people. Like, y'all yeah. not going to play yeah. Mel. That's what I the thing is, had I think the one t- tweak that would have got us there, maybe if we took away the running and instead mm. of her dad, I love the flashbacks. I think they make sense yeah. for her. Um, and instead of her dad just teaching her, coaching her running and like fighting mm-hmm. through for sports, perseverance in sports, maybe if he was, because a lot of military dads, especially the old school ones, are very like, no, you need to make your yeah. bed like this. You need to be able to start mm-hmm. a fire. Like, So if we got some mm-hmm. scenes of him showing her little basic stuff, like, like how you trap stuff. a raccoon, yeah. and she mm-hmm. traps them like that, like, you know, something right. like that would have been good. But been good, um, yeah. I think it might be, <laughs> it might be poor etiquette to start off a film review by describing what you would have done differently. <laughs> maybe so. So, <laughs> maybe so. so. The truth of the matter is, we could brainstorm all day, but, you know, I actually enjoy watching the film. I think, like I said, all the elements were there. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be good if we talk through some of those elements in the scene break, in the scenes uh, coming up. Let's do it. This movie starts out with a teachable moment. Uh, young Mel, we, we're in a flashback. Her father's training her on the track. And she has mm-hmm. skinned her knee and he gives her a powerful speech about, you know, uh, perseverance. He says, is you going to tell people you stopped because you hurt your knee or is you going to tell people you hurt your knee and you got back up and, and went and did it? Um, already sets the tone for the movie. Uh, yeah. And, I, you know, he's just an old school guy. It's not good to play through injuries. Now, in this case, he it's was not. right because it's just a skin on your knee. You need to get up. But whatever. I know because I have a uh, this is a medical fact about me uh, to the listener. So I have a functioning heart murmur. So there's nothing really wrong with my heart. Uh, it's just it's just there. Right. So through all of high school, once I found out, I never did the pace test because I just told the coach can't do that. I will pass out. Will die. So I was with so- Mel. So, so here's my question for you. If you was male and you was going on a nice brisk, brisk hike and got lost or something. And See, you that's where you up, got me wrong. I wouldn't be on a brisk hike. Well, you are OTW <laughs> to LA, no. So that's all they do out there. You'll, you'll fall into it. You'll go on a hike. But not alone. I'm not going to hike alone. That's dangerous. That's where she went wrong. 
Hmm, okay. Well, if you and your homegirl, I mean, which one of your homegirls are survivalists? If you get stuck out there with one, Ryan. I know your friends. We have the same friends. No, you're going to get stuck out there in the same situation. Would you be able to pull through like Mel pulled through? With a broke knee? No. Yes. I would have. I, <laughs> I would literally, I would be coyote food. I'm going to die in that's, the woods. That's the benefit that her father was trying to give to her. Her dad was given very much Will Smith IRL, but also Will Smith as Richard Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did make Willow and uh, Jaden get to working. They, yeah, they yeah. got them jobs early. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it worked and out. So, whip my hair was a hit. Yeah, until it wasn't no more hair to whip. Shout out to Willow. Yeah. Got a vibe. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob. a Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> okay. So, but we, we're already setting the stage here that, you know, she's raised and trained, drilled really by yeah. this like hardcore guy. Um, and then we, we jump to the present day where she is, you know, just running off the trail and she gets in this lady's car. We later find out this lady's her sister um, mm-hmm. who has been, you know, just tailing her Um Every couple hundred miles, she'll, you know, pull into yeah. the hiking trail wherever she is, and they'll spend the night in a motel. It's nice. I really appreciate the filmmakers, like the writer, dropping us into the middle of her journey. I would not yeah, have yeah. liked to seen the story about the buildup of when she decided to start run- this long running journey. This is more interesting. I mean, it didn't need to, yeah, it didn't need to be explained. I think yeah. they can just put a quick little, like, which they the writer did do, put a quick tidbit for us to understand why yeah. she's on this journey. And it makes sense. We didn't need a whole extra 30 minutes of a lead up to now she's in the middle of her, like, across yeah. the country hike or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So she she comes back the next day after spending the night in the motel. The sister, we meet her sister. Her sister tries to give her a telephone. She won't take it. She she dumb. puts it back in the car. Just dumb. I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. Um. In just carrying her phone, you carrying all that shit anyway. <laughs> Literally, put just, it put it in your bag. Yeah, you won't even know. She didn't say there. use it immediately. Yeah, she didn't say Facetime me tonight when you get right. To the She's not trying to play <laughs> Apple yeah. I, Apple iPod games. She don't she don't want to play pool with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While like, you hiking, on. she just wants That's to know you're fucking safe. Yeah. Um. She gets started. And right off the, now she is running, 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 like, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure it out. Like she, she's running, and she said, we'll "See you in like 200 miles. That's eight days." So this eight girl days. running, running, like, yeah, 200 miles. I'm walking that. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, if, if I was <laughs> okay, if I had, if I had to be in a predicament. Oh my god. Wow, speaking of Black History Month, Harriet would have had to get rid of... She would have had to get me because I wasn't going to make the journey. Like, thinking Sydney. about who I am today. Sydney, the choice was okay. back-breaking work or I know, a walk. But a very long walk. And it yeah. involves some swimming, too. But <laughs> yeah. it can't be any harder than picking cotton in the August sun in Georgia. I don't know, man. All right. I might have had to stay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> she wouldn't have wasted her time on you, no way. She wouldn't she have. She would have not tapped me for the journey. I would have not been one of the girls selected. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have made it. <laughs> now, 
yeah, so we're off uh, into the journey. She takes a couple breaks. We see her. It's going and going and going. She, she runs into these white men. Now, mm. lesson I, number one. I don't. I said, oh, that's generous. She sees this white man with his feet all toe up and immediately Mm-mm. starts doctoring on this man's right. feet. Like, this is a stranger. Nope. You're not just nope. going to hand. Like, the most I would do, I'll hand you the bandages, but like, your hands look like they work fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to be touching all on you. I don't even know you. <laughs> I did my notes for this movie in uh, lessons. And at this point, I write lesson number one. Leave white men where they lay. Yes. No that should have been her to, response. Like, he didn't even look like, like, if I was in the woods and I saw a wounded white man and he looked like uh, Ed Helms uh-huh. from the office, yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay, this guy needs, let me, this guy needs a break. You Not know, even him. <laughs> just looks, you know, something. But this guy looks like every bad white man in every Ever. movie and TV show. <laughs> Ever. Hell no. Matter of fact, I would have sped up. I right. would have. And then when his, his yeah. big bald counterpart shows up, that's really okay. Um, uh-uh. You gentlemen Mm-mm. have a nice rest of your hike. I don't know, whatever. I'm getting she as far as I eyelash. possibly can. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, no problem. You know, make sure you wear hiking boots next time. Right. Girl boo. So (laughs) (laughs) she gets back, you know, she finds a little, they have these little rest areas for hikers. Um, And Mm -hmm. she, it's like a little shelter covering. And she lays out her mat there and she's going to bed. She wakes up and these fools is right in front of her. Watching her. Watching her. And she don't think nothing of it. Nothing. She don't even hurry up to get her stuff. Oh, how long? She's kind of like okay. These guys are annoying, but she like two white men in the woods. Oh (laughs) no, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. Matter of fact, I would have took that as a sign. Exactly. I would have ran back to where I came from. Exactly. Go back to the front. Walk the town. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Call your sister. Yeah. Um. So he takes. She gives him her knife, her utility knife. I didn't get that. Yeah. And she just too damn helpful. Like she's the the helping the him start a white fire. Man is making a fire and she's like, "Oh no, you're yeah. not doing it right. Girl, be on your way." You have you have however many out of your 200 miles, you got 7 days left of this journey, Miss Mamas. Yeah. Okay, you have yeah. no time to waste. Yeah. So, why are we stopping for white men? That's lesson number 2. Now, here's also my issue with the setup of the movie is these two characters, these white dudes, Waylon and the skinny Jared. one. Jared. Jared. I like the skinny one better. People called him the skinny one more so in the movie <laughs> more than they oh. called him Jared. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> uh, yes. They seem to be doing something nefarious. You can't quite tell yet. And mm-hmm. it seems like the only thing they want from her is her backpack with supplies yeah but like that wasn't enough for me for for them for them to be like this whole like to really trap her up like that that was like same i go i need something heightened for like yeah the story to really connect because then at that point like if you take my backpack all right i'm gonna gonna chalk that up i'm gonna go back to the front of the the hike yeah and we don't we just gonna call out a day two white men robbed me that's the story yeah I just, I didn't understand why 
those two characters took those actions that they took where they take her bag, they tie her up, then they mm-hmm. tie her to a tree, which is dumb because they tie her with a belt and like a belt is leather. You put, you pull it enough. It'll, yeah, like, it'll the, snap. The metal buckle will rip through it. Like, I guess. So they dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly. And the main thing I was missing that was, that was a little difficult for me to keep up with the story and like know what I'm anticipating mm-hmm. is I wish in the beginning of the movie she had laid out her path a little bit better so that mm. when she did escape from the bondage that they put her in and they had walked yeah. on on the path, I wish I would have known like how close or far she was to them and like yeah. how close that was in relation to where she started at and where she was going. Like if there Are was a point, rundown yeah. of a map where she was like, yeah, and like telling her sister, no, it's no big deal. All I mm-hmm. have to do is uh, cross the waterfall and yep. uh, then there's a big ascension, descension, and I'll be there. Like, then I'd yeah, know, yeah. like, you know, how He's far halfway there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that's true. We have no idea as like a viewer how far along she is on the journey. I yeah. mean, I could assume, you know, she's making some good time because even they say like that girl was running from the Dickens or whatever the hell they said. Um, so she's clearly moved uh, fast. She was running as fast as the Dickens or running like oh, okay. the Dickens. Something you don't like know that. that phrase? I I mean, I don't say that, Alexis. So Like, it's hot as I've the heard Dickens it. outside? I've heard that, but like yeah. running from the Dickens or I haven't heard it in You that don't run context. from the Dickens. Nobody said that. Oh, uh, what did he say? <laughs> say it again. <laughs> like, she could have been running fast as Dickens or she could have been running like the Dickens, but oh, okay. nobody would say, because the Dickens are not people. Like, it's not I know. family down the street. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I never said that before. So, okay. but that just okay. gave me some context to realize she was going fast. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was saying. She was going fast. But also, I've, I felt a little turned around from the screen direction too. Like, it, it, I don't think we had it all the way set to where every time they were progressing, they were moving to screen right. It was mm. some, it was mixing up, so I couldn't tell which way was forward, really. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just kind of made it, it turned the journey from a straight arrow to just like, uh, like wandering cursor. Yeah. 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 So she finds them again, and she just keeps getting in these little tussles with them, uh, trying to get back her backpack. And mm-hmm. she realizes that, and we as the well, audience realize. I guess at that point, oh, I will say, we we as the audience at that point don't realize why the backpack was important. We find out at the end of the movie, there's something in the backpack that she wants to do on this journey. And that's why it's important. We found that out? Yeah, because she spread her dad's ashes. Remember at the end of the movie? That makes so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I I was so confused at the end of the movie because we find out that the two white men stole their boss's drugs and it's like mm-hmm. white powder. And she yeah. rips open the little pack and it's like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. like to get back at them. And yeah. I thought... Cause she, she is the victor here, and I mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. she stole the rest of the drugs and was like, <laughs> I no. thought that was the drugs. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Cause I was yeah. so confused at the end. Those was, were ashes. Well, yeah. Why would you grip them like that? 
<laughs> she did. I mean, she was down bad. Her knee broke. She been gone. Th- I mean, she been trapped in the woods for however many hours. She all she yeah. funky. I can tell. She thirsty. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. No. Okay. That makes sense. And the thing that I really do like about this movie, I think that they hit like nailed was mm-hmm. this story of like it's it's kind of a like. You know, you have man versus man and man versus like nature or something. It's mm-hmm. this internal struggle. Like these two white guys are just one external speed bump. They're no different yeah. than, you know, having to climb up a mountain or go on a long journey at all. It's mm. this internal journey. There's She's always going gonna on to be fight another mountain. Always mm. going to want to make it move. That should have been the cold open next time. It's the cold. It's the cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a praise and worship song. You can't tell me. Miley didn't have the spirit when she when she sang that. That song makes me think of like just sassy, oh, just attitude having twelve year old black girls in two thousand eight <laughs> with permed hair with side parts. No, I'm talking me. about the girls with the thin cardigans and the skinny jeans oh. and the flats. <laughs> with the skinny jeans bunched up around the ankle. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And bangles, plastic yep. bangles. Lots of bangles. Make, it makes so much noise. And bangles be rattling around the classroom, disturbing yeah. me, a studious student. I was they just trying to get to my lesson. Playing that on an iPod <laughs> Touch Generation 1 with headphones yep. with a short in them and they came with mm. the iPod because the headphones going to cut out. Yeah, Talking about some, you know, I can really sing, y'all just don't know. I just don't, I just don't sing. <laughs> I'm just not singing for a lot right now, but like, if I was really going to do it, I, I, I sound good. They made that time in my adolescence hell. <laughs> Now, who did you, who did you hate worse? The it's the climb girls or the party in the USA girls? We didn't have any party in the USA girls. Oh dang! I had there was one gay boy in the in the uh, grade that liked that song, so I guess he was the party in the USA USA girls. Everybody liked the song, but there was no girls. Were you the girl at your school? It was multiple. It wasn't just me. It was a few of us. We, it was okay. you. <laughs> it, it was a bunch of us. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't like. There was a girl I went to school with who used to not only match her bangles to her headband, but also match her rat tail comb to uh-huh. both of them. Like you know, at the beauty supply store, you can get a rat tail comb any color. <laughs> she would have yeah. the match every every day. Because she would always yeah. be combing her side bangs. That's dedication. Suit. Wait a minute. How many different... It was fire. It was stylish. Wow. Yeah, How many different... Bring that back. That's, that's fire. <laughs> that's I like that. That's fucking couture. Like, no, like literally it is. Like, what's that? Somebody um, bring that back. Which one of those houses always copying us? Is that... Um, it's not Balenciaga. It's the other one. Oh, uh, Louis... One of those houses that's always doing shit like, look at our line of do-rags. Or like, yeah. look at our Chinese uh, beauty supply store slippers. That, the Gucci's one that be doing that. that. Is that Gucci's Gucci be doing that. that? Yeah, they're good They is going to have a line of rat tail combs that match the accessories. 
I'm gonna get me a Gucci rat tail. If they come out with a, if that's if that's in the spring line, I'm gonna get one. We've made a mistake going on this <laughs> tangent. So that did make me think of I guess that made you think of the climb and, and that's where I took it. But yeah, yeah. I I really enjoy because she had that internal struggle and it came all the way around. And I like that. It it made sense. I could like it's exactly what would have been going through my mind if I was trying to steal mm-hmm. up my nerves. Cause me personally, I believe I would have made it out. Um You think so? Yeah, definitely. Broken knee and all? De- yeah. You would have made a splint for your knee. You would have figured that out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm very resilient and I have a very strong constitution. No, I you're you're very much resourceful, but mm, Alexis, if you break your knee, I mm, I've seen you stub your toe. So I'm just saying. Was I fine five minutes later? She took several breaks in this movie. The moral <laughs> of the story is not don't take a break. The moral of the story is keep going. That is the moral of the story, but I'm just saying as someone who knows you well, um, I think if you break your knee in the middle of nowhere and you don't have a map, because I know you're very good at reading maps, but you at this point don't have a map. I don't know, friend. We'd sun. be in the same spot. Okay, Harry. And I, I know forgot. which way I came back from. You I don't need a map star. to go back to where I came back from. Mm, I do. Don't project onto me then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think I, I would have made it out. Um, okay. Yeah, she go out. She try to get help from a park ranger slash state police. State police is in on it. Matter of fact, less the state than police five. is the drug runner. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, girl. Wait, we missed lessons two through four. Please lay them out. Lesson two, do not help shady white men. Mm -hmm. Lesson three, go back to your starting point. At that point, girl, because then she went and got uh, the skinny white boy and tried to use him as collateral. That's not a lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) point point number four. Keep the drugs. It's collateral. <laughs> what number? Because now they need you. They need you now. You have the drugs. Get your stuff back. Number five, do not trust white women. She did all of those wrong. Yeah, she did all of those wrong. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think because my favorite thing I learned about Mel was that she was kind of, she, she got kicked out of the Olympic trials and stuff for performance enhancing substances. Mm hmm. Like so, she's a burned out Olympian, and yeah. I would have. I think this would have been more interesting if she was a, a runner, literally, like for the drugs. It would have been more interesting if she star. had gotten to the life. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, and you know, she got hemmed up by some jackers out there taking her drugs. Uh-huh. Like that would have made a little bit more sense than her running around trying to get back. I guess yeah, she had the ashes in there, but like. Mm-hmm. Would he want you to do that? <laughs> I, I mean, don't she think had him so. for a reason. I, I don't. I mean, she had him for a reason. Maybe she was I just waiting guess. for like the perfect moment to spread the ashes on this journey, and this just happened to be all the lessons from her father came back to her to literally save her life, and this was the the stop to spread his ashes as a as a goodbye and a thank you. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. that was that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think we covered it all the scenes and stuff. It's really just her trying to get away from these white men. It's a very herself. simple story. Yeah. Yeah. So she do end up all right in the end. She had to kill two niggas uh, to do it. But yeah, she did. Sometimes it's what you got to do. Had to be done. Had to be did. Mm-hmm. Well, Sydney, I got a question for you. Yes. In this here film, Range Runners, who mm-hmm. came to act? Yes. Uh, so for this week's Who Came to Act nominee, uh, the actor who I think left it all on the screen, i like to nominate Miss Celeste M. Cooper, uh, who played Mel. Uh, you and I talked a little bit before we got into the review. Uh She's she's a great uh, like face actress, and we find out also because she does a lot of theater work. So you know you you gotta let everybody in the theater needs to see you and needs to know what you're feeling and emoting. And I got all of that from her uh, through this film, uh, and I enjoyed her performance as well. I, th- I think she's a really great actress. I'm looking to see, looking forward to seeing her in some other stuff. So, Miss Celeste, you are our nominee for this week. Yeah, I would like to offer a runner up. Ooh, please do. I would like to nominate the actor who played the daddy in the flashbacks. Mm, Carl Clemens Hopkins. Yep. That's his name. Uh, I think he did great. It stuck with me. Um, so along with uh, accepting Miss Cooper's nomination yeah. on her behalf, since she's not in the studio with us today, I would like to offer him up as a runner-up. Just a quick shout-out to him. Honorable mention. Like Very good. He was an um, Candyman, too. He was actually really good in that. Oh, and I one still of his like red, one. It was scurry. One of his red oh. carpet looks from the Emmys uh, Ooh. got a lot of buzz last year, Ooh. too. So go check it out, Mr. Carl. Yeah. Well, it, ooh. Yeah. He's, it says he was born in Lithonia. No, wait, not. Wait a minute. Stand wait up, Carl. Wait a minute. Let me find Come out. Come on, L-Town. right? <laughs> City of Granite. Don't let me yeah. find out. Okay. Wait a minute, we could, Carl. Uh, we could do a, um, <laughs> that's something we could do. You know, as the new chilling circuit keeps growing, we could do a, a, a an event called Parking Lot Pimping Series where we mm-hmm. do a film pop-up. In the parking lot of the Walmart on Panola. Wow, that is <laughs> for the culture. That is, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It's always jumping, jumping down there too. So yeah, yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. come. Okay. The after party is we gonna rent out the Quick Trip on Panola <laughs> up the street. Okay. Yeah. And have the free zoning machine flowing. Flowing. We gotta yeah. get the cookout over there too, just to cater. They right yeah. there. So Ooh, that would be good. Might that's as well. an event, honey. That's yeah. an event. Okay. Well, Dang, I'm Carl. even more of a fan now of right. Mr. Clemens Hopkins. Yeah. Come on, like what high school you out. went to? Right. Yeah. What high school you went to? Let us know. Like, come on, let's know. <laughs> okay. Well, um, shout out to everybody. I think this film was uh it was in- engaging and I think it mm-hmm. had a good like just a good plot line about internal struggle and perseverance. I liked it. I fucked with it. And it's hard to nail that home without, you know, uh, they did it without, you know, being a Jesus flick without leaning That's too much true. on that. You know, that's very about, true. Yeah. It's about drive. It's about power, you know? 
I like that. I like I like how we how you wrap that up there. I can agree to all of those points. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, till next week, we're gonna be on out of here. All right, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. This week we tuned into Rage Runners, released 2019, directed. Rage. What I said? Rage. Rage. Oh, now I wonder when I typed it in at Prime, it didn't pop up the first time. <laughs> Range, like long, like distance. Range, not rage. She was angry though, so I, I thought Rage made sense. Put this at the end of the episode. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>